Hey guys, you're listening to Soul Food. My name is Daniel and I'm the pastor of a church called Soul here at Alustar in Malaysia. Now, I'm a curious kind of guy and I love to learn new stuff. So in this podcast, we will dive into conversations with different individuals that will help us with our views of certain habits and behaviors that take place in our culture. I believe the conversations on this podcast will help us to expand our perspective. This is Soul Food. Let's dive right in. Welcome back to Soul Food. This episode is brought to you by friends and family at Soul. Hi, babe. How are you? Hi. Today's conversation, heartbreaking, yeah. painful, emotional. Um, this thought came out. You know, after we had a couple of conversations with some of our listeners yep. and they shared their experiences, especially in this area. And um, they just got tired, you know, like relationship after another. And because they felt like they were taken for granted. And the reason is because they said that, yeah, because I'm too nice. Yeah. Is nice a weakness? Is it? You I don't know, know if, if you are, maybe if you can relate with this topic, you know, if you feel like you are the one who is always pursuing, uh, polite, apologizing and getting hurt in mm. the end. And the common language that we hear is, I love my partner more than they love me. Ah. You know, or oh, the girl love the guy more than the guy love her. Mm-hmm. You know? If it's going to be like this, I might as well not be nice. Lah. Alamak. I just okay. be bad. Uh-huh. So what do you think, babe? Um, nice girls are treated like doormats. Do you think mm. it's uh, accurate? Or is it really happening? Lord Jesus, help me in this conversation. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, definitely. Of Trap course, question. <laughs> of course, nice girls, are, you shouldn't be treated like a doormat. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, used in the same context, nice guys finish last. Mm-hmm. You know, they always say that it's the cool bad guy factor. Am I a bad guy, babe? <laughs> <laughs> right? That that like wins the girl. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I mean, looking at healthy relationships and healthy marriages, it's like what the people say, nice guys finish last. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I think in, in this conversation that you had with some of our listeners and when they share their, their experience I would use the word immature, I guess. When that person who broke up with that person, Mm -hmm. right? And their reason is because you're too nice. Mm. You know? And um, of course, that's just like one part of it, right? But the other side of the coin, it could be that this person is only loving this other person because they are serving them. You know? So you mean like taking advantage it's like, of the guy? I mean of the girl? No, not really. It's like, you know that movie we watched recently on Netflix about, you know, this couple on the verge of a divorce. Uh-huh. And the guy is a nice guy. Mm-hmm. But he was doing everything on his own accord. Mm-hmm. He apologized. He, he is a great husband. He, he loves the family, right? But the wife is still annoyed. The wife is still upset. You, you know what I mean? It's a very complex situation. So I think in this case, why that person want to break up and of course for lack of um, the right words to communicate, they just use the word that you're too nice. I cannot be with you because you're too nice. 
Does that make sense, babe? Mm-hmm. I just wonder if it works vice versa. You know, like mm. when I was younger, I told my friends that I like naughty guy. <laughs> Not naughty. I mean, like I, hey, I had a really like nice guy because I'm why, afraid why? that I'm afraid that my relationship will get boring. So I'm mm. a little bit more attracted to guys who looks a little bit rebellious. Right. I don't know why. When I was younger, right. so so. I mean, this conversation make me thinking, you know, like, does it work the other way also? Like, for guys, do you like girls who are more, you know, slay, I'm confident, and, you know, not those girls who, are, who, who is too nice, who always say sorry, and, 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 you know, who always clinging, and always follow you wherever you want mm. to go, and, yeah. I mean, of course, it's balance, right? I mean, ultimate, ideally, we would like it to be balanced, but, I mean, what you described earlier was like, two extremes. One that is just like nice, um, air quotes, obedient, listen to you, whatever you say, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. I, I think personally for myself, I, I wouldn't want you be like that, to be like that. You know what I mean, babe? Okay. And, but neither would I want you to be like, slay all day. That kind of thing. Can you hear me snap my fingers? Like, you know, that kind of thing. And, and you're, because it's dangerous. It can be arrogant and it's mm-hmm. going to have a hard time in conversations and stuff. Yeah, you know, for us, for some of the um, list, for, our, for some of our listener who talked to us, they they are actually not they they didn't have a breakup, mm. so they are actually still in a relationship, mm. but they felt hurt. They felt that okay, I'm not appreciated. Mm. I am taken for granted. Right. And when I asked them, why do you feel like you are taken for granted? Because I'm nice because Ooh. I always forgive because I always forget. Right. And in the end of the day, uh, my partner repeat the mistake again, and it just happened again. Right. Yeah. So it's not just in a breakup context, but even if you are still in relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I want to tell you a story, right? Um, to be honest, when I was younger, I kind of have this kind of traits, you know. I feel that I am too nice. That I remember the first non-fiction book. Okay, a fiction book that I enjoy the more the most when I was a teenager was Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Yes. I to say that. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah. And then there are not really much of relationship mm. tips in Harry Potter book. Right? I'm sure there is, right? Is it? Like not Hermione really. fell in love with Harry. Oh my gosh! No, All the listeners get so no, angry. No. I know. I know. I just want to make you angry. <laughs> okay. No. Yeah. So um, I remember this uh, this book really really speaks to me and really really I still remember until now mm. this book called People Pleaser Pleaser mm. and it's because it really really helped me mm. to understand why I was suffering that time right in the way not just relationship not just a romantic relationship that time teenager I just started to you know fell in love and all those things mm. but also in friendship. Right. I felt like I am too nice and I'm taken advantage of. And reading the book, taking the test, uh, taking the quiz, right? It really helped me to dis- uh, to discover that, eh, I am quite like that. Mm. And there are certain steps that really help me how not to be a people pleaser. Yeah. Again, it's a Christian book. So mm. it, ha- it, it encouraged me to please God in- instead of pleasing men. Wow. Yeah. So it really speaks to me that time. But yeah, mm. this conversation just reminded me of who I was in the past that I am quite a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. That it got me very, very tired in relationship. 
I think before I met you, I, I I told you about it that I'm just very tired about relationship. Yeah. If it, if, it, if it won't work with you, I think I'm just gonna give up already because. Right. I feel like you know I just feel like I I have to find anyone who really can appreciate me as who I am. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, it's just that I just have these traits that I forgive fast and mm-hmm. I forget fast. Mm. And I feel like sometimes people take it for granted. Right. I, I think today, wow, this conversation kind of complex a little bit. Because we, I mean, before that, I, I just want to give a big shout out to some of our listeners who are bold and brave to engage with you, you know, in some of these conversations um, and are doing better. First complex issue is they experience breakup. Because mm-hmm. they're too nice, and mm-hmm. then you also mentioned just now there are some who actually talk to you. They are still in a relationship, yeah. You know, and they feel like they've been taken for granted, and which you relate to, yeah. Those so more, they right? Like they are in a roadblock that they don't mm. know what to do with their relationship. I mean, they love this person so much. Of course, they love this person so much because they sacrifice a lot. Yeah. But they felt that the other per- the other party is not giving enough sacrifice as much as this person give. Mm. So that's why they felt that okay, I don't know what to do with my relationship. Right. Right. You know, as we are diving into this, I'm just thinking about. That person who call it off, mm-hmm. or that person who, I mean, in this context, complain about their partner being too nice. What do you think is going on in your head? Like, I mean, yeah, I know we abuse the word that says that you know, nice guys finish last. You know, um, nice girls equals doormat. They are people pleasers, this sort of thing. But why don't we step into the mind of that person? feels like that what do you think babe why why do they behave that way is it because they love language not met do you think so mm, possibly I mean I don't know the other party unless we are doing a counseling with you know the right. and then we exactly know what happened and I just mm. hear, I just heard it from just uh, one point of view right know, from right a, the other party so I didn't hear it from the guy so mm-hmm. I will never know you know like if it's really because what they felt and because what 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 uh, the, the guy did mm-hmm. uh, or is it just because the uh, love language is not met right. you know that actually the guy actually trying to show their love yes, actually yes. they are you know uh, giving you know like you know I spend time with you I give something to you I sacrifice but the sacrifice is not what the girls mm. expected to get right possibly yeah but uh, because of this topic I did some research about uh, about it and you know I read some some book so there's this uh, one book that I came across by mm. Sherry Argolf so she argues that in order to have a healthy and fulfilling fulfilling relationship right. women need to learn how to set boundaries and assert themselves hmm. meaning that uh, yeah is that the kind of thing that I wish someone has could have told me about it before. Right. You know, like um, I, I think growing up, I, I, I struggle with a lot of uh, s- poor self-image. Mm. Yeah. So but you're I think beautiful, if, babe. 
I love you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> but you know, Quick like, break. Okay, if, we're back. if someone could have, you know, teach me mm-hmm. and tell me that, hey, you need to learn how to set boundaries and, you know, to, right. to, to learn to to say no sometimes, right. to learn to stand up for yourself sometimes. Let's, let's, Maybe it could really help me to navigate. Let's break, break down the boundaries. What do you think some of the boundaries that would help younger Caroline? I guess if, let's say, right, you did mistake one time, you asked, or you, you ask for forgiveness and I forgive you and then okay that is grace right yeah. and then the second time you did a mistake and then you you say sorry you won't repeat it again mm-hmm. and but I saw some improvement I think it's fine but imagine if someone actually clearly taking it for granted you know uh. like keep repeating it again and again and again and clearly shown that uh, it's not uh, I know it's important to you but it's not important to me or maybe they just ob- purposely being oblivious like I don't care if it's important for her or not I just uh. you know just bought bodo <laughs> <laughs> just pretend right. just pretend it's not like, existing you know right. so so, yeah, maybe that's where we should put boundaries as a girl, wow. you know, like, hey, I think you're worth more than that. I think this kind of, uh, I, I, I hope, right, one day I have the privilege mm-hmm. uh, to hear from Ayla when she's going through Aww. things like this or, you know, right. uh, things that relate to emotion and relationship, right? right. And how she feels about a guy, about her self-esteem and self-image, right? Mm-hmm. I, will, I will really tell her, you know, if someone break a promise, over and over again and you don't see uh, any slight bit of changes call papa papa will beat him up <laughs> papa will just kill the guy just call papa <laughs> no, right? no, I no mean, I'm serious I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. Tell her to, you know what Ayla I think it's time to you know, I think it's, it's good if you learn to um, draw some boundaries mm, to, pull to, back yes. say no yeah wow what else babe well, another thing that I learned from the book that I read mm-hmm. from uh, Shari Argov is overcompensating always puts you at a disadvantage. disadvantage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because as you keep forgiving and forgiving again, you compensate again and again and again. Basically, you overcompensate. The thing is, compensating is not wrong. You know, sometimes in a relationship, you need to compromise. Right. to one another you need co- to communicate properly you need to compensate you know mm-hmm. on the things that you are still working on but I think not just in relationship in a lot of other topics also right anything that is over you, eating is good overeating <laughs> yeah. is not over good is bad, yeah. right exercising is good but over exercising also not good yep, right? yep, yep. so over compensating is also not good it's putting you in a disadvantage position mm-hmm. so uh, she argues that it means right, it's equivalent to desperation. And uh, also can show that you are not comfortable being on your own. Right. Get, get back to uh, insecurity and self-image. Yeah. Yeah. So do, they are always like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. It's my fault, it's my fault, it's my fault. That yeah. sort of thing, you know. And even, um, I mean, we've, we've heard stories like, you know, how uh-huh. sometimes, and of course... Um, these are like a couple of factors mm-hmm. in and, you know, unfortunately, the guy kind of like gaslit this girl. Mm-hmm. And then this girl is like, she don't know where she stands and now she's saying sorry for yeah. things that she didn't do. Oh my yeah. gosh. We, I think you and me, right, we both met, met uh, some 
youth, some young uh, girls mm-hmm. who are actually going through similar things like this. Yes. Don't you think so? Yes. Like, um, there was once that she came to us and she was like, yeah, I have this problem with my boyfriend. Then what happened? I'm just saying sorry. We are like, when we heard the story, we are like, what Why are you, you saying say sorry, sorry for? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't seem like you did anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Then she was like, yeah, but I don't, I don't want to fight. Mm. I, don't want, I don't want my boyfriend felt like I don't love him. Yeah. So it, it I, I felt sad. I felt sad because, you know, maybe nobody tell her that, hey, I don't think you are wrong, you know, because they are still, uh, you know, figuring out right. maybe what is right and what is wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know uh, for our listeners outside of Malaysia or you're maybe in America, but in Asia, right, I think speaking up, It's a new thing. It's not. Uh, it's You're not right. Normal for us to speak up, you know. Like, as an Indonesian, you know, I always have this like uh, we call it segan paise. Like, you know, I felt like I feel I feel bad, you know, to confront yeah. you over something that you did wrong. Mm. But I have to learn. I still need to confront you. Yes. So uh, maybe maybe right as a, as an Asian. We felt like okay, if I bring up the issues, if I tell this person that hey, I'm not wrong, what is actually something that we both could have done better, not just me. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it felt disrespectful and it felt like not loving, right? But actually, not. It's yeah. not that. We are definitely improving. Shout out to all Gen Z. I love them. They are the ones that are also pushing new efforts, new culture, to replace some of the unhealthy cultures from the boomer generation. You know, so if Gen Zs you're listening to this, um, I think use this as a very important gift. You know, to communicate, to stand up for what is right, and um, we talked about it. You know, in our, one of our conversations, you know, how if someone shuts you down and and it's so unhealthy, especially if it's wrong. You know, it's wrong. You know, something that we are teaching Ayla as well. Yeah. Um, I know in our Asian culture, like what you mentioned, it's so hard to accept. Mm-hmm. You know, especially if you're younger, shut up. <laughs> you know, don't say a thing. But I think um, we can be creative mm-hmm. in how we solve this issue, right? A creative creativity is basically solving problems with flair, and how we, you know, approach this matter. I know I'm going sidetrack about this, but I think it's so important to talk about, you know, how we really stand up for what is right. Mm-hmm. You know, and so shout out to Gen Zs. You guys are yeah. actually championing this. Yeah, actually, right. You can still be nice. I mean, you still can pull boundaries by still being nice. Mm. There's just a way to do it because, but sometimes, right? Gently saying shut just, up. No, I'm just kidding. The line is just blurred. You know, uh-huh. like you know, if I answer you nicely when I say no, meaning that I'm not standing up for myself. No, mm-hmm. I think you are still standing up for yourself, but you can say it nicely. Yeah, you see. Yeah. So, um, what else? What else do you learn, babe? I I learn a lot. <laughs> right. But I, it's important to be confident and self-assured mm. as a woman, rather than you know being too desperate or overly eager to please someone. Not just a man, you know, but anyone else. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, I think it's good also in relationship that you know, as you and me, right? I think this one also something that I learned over the years. That um, to to basically to have your own life and interest, mm-hmm. to have your own self still, to not overly reliant on a relationship for your happiness. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So I remember when I was in uni, I have friend who changed her passion according to the guy she dated. Ooh. So I remember she had a boyfriend uh-huh. who like uh, to take picture, right? Photography. So, so I she was interested saw her in very invest, invested in it. I mean, right. nothing wrong. And she did very yeah, well. Yeah, I was just about to ask you, is there anything wrong with it? I mean... No, but she did very well with it. She, I mean, like, for me, it looks like she is adding a new skills. That's yeah, why yeah. it's another act. Then I, I mean, another spectrum. Then another... Then uh, she broke up. And then she had another boyfriend uh-huh. who likes a sport. Right. Martial art. Right. And then she was involved she in it. She became very good at it until Black Belt. Wow. And then after that, she dated someone from another country. Right. And she basically learned that country's language. Right. So it's actually a really, really good trace. Like, wow, actually, you actually add... Values. Skills, you add values to yourself. But yeah. I, the things that... Because maybe I'm not that close to her that we share emotional you know, well-beings, emotional feelings. Mm-hmm, I never mm-hmm. get to know how far, you know, that how deep it is in her emotional, like when she broke up with that guy and, you know, and go to the next one. I don't know the emotional right, implication on her. Right. I mean, from outside point of view, it looks like she is getting a life skills, a new life skills of values. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that's the thing that I, I wish maybe one day I can learn it. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, what the, what is the implication on her emotional well-being back then? Right. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that there, there could be a possibility, I mean, not just your friend, but others out there who look like it's healthy. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not mm-hmm. asking you to change your dates so you can learn a new skill, mm-hmm. but in your relationship, you learn a new skill and then you learn a new skill. But it's how you learn a new skill. Maybe, yeah. It's like, if I'm learning a new skill because I enjoy it, mm-hmm. I think it's okay. Mm-hmm. But if I learn a new skill to please you, yeah, and I don't yeah, understand right. what's mm-hmm. going on in the mm-hmm. inside, I, I'm doing it because I want you to love me. Yeah. You know, and then, the danger is this. I mean, I don't know about your friend. The uh-huh. danger is this. Because one day you're going to burn out. Yeah. You're going to feel like, I am serving, I'm pleasing whatever yeah. you like. And then you, in deep down, your, your core being is, yeah. is asking, the, begging the question, when is my turn? Yeah. Are you going to enjoy what I like? Mm. And when it's not fulfilled, that's why they break up. Yeah. For me, I could never know because... I never really asked her about it. Right. But I imagine myself, if let's say back then I have a boyfriend who likes to play games. Mm-hmm. I tell you, I actually don't really like <laughs> if my boyfriend play, play games. Yeah, I just want you to know I sacrifice. <laughs> Thank God you don't play I sacrifice. Games. I just want to say I sacrifice. <laughs> I know, love you, like, babe. <laughs> like, you know, having a boyfriend who really loves to play games, not that it's wrong. Yeah. But, you know, but you pretend that you enjoy it and you really like it because you want to please this person, you know. Yeah. You're watching him playing video games game you feel miserable because you don't like it Mm -hmm. but you won't say anything to him you just felt like I'm not cared for but you're pretending that you like it you see so I just imagine you know if I am like that and I put up with this so that I just can be with his company in in his company Mm. like they'll be so suffering but yeah for my friend's case I can never judge because from all you know uh, she really did enjoy the new yeah, yeah, skills, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I think it's a very good point because I was wondering, like, hey, you were talking about this. 
it really sounds like it's not an issue, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm in a relationship, I mean, um, in my previous relationships, I have learned to be a better boyfriend mm-hmm. to you. You know, I've learned not to say things, you know, treat you better. And I'm sure you've done the same thing as well. But what you brought up is definitely a good point. I mean, again, to this topic about, you know, how nice girls are. And the, the way you're presenting about these nice girls is when they are unhealthy. Mm-hmm. You are not nice because of your personality. Yeah. You are nice because you're pleasing others. Yes. You are nice because you, 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 there's this sense of desperation in the inside. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you haven't taken the time to discover who you are. Mm-hmm. And then here you are jumping into love because yeah. you want someone to love you. You know, I, I'm sorry. I don't know. Maybe a childhood neglect mm-hmm. or an abusive past. And here you are. You are nice because inside is not nice. Yeah. You know, taking it from me and you, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think, I think that's how I operate. You know, like you know that at the beginning of the week, before we start our week, right? What I do is I'm asking you, what is your agenda for this week? Mm-hmm. And then whenever you have nothing for that day, I clear my appointment. Right. So I guess I want to spend time with you. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's not for me to please you. It's for me is because I just like to spend time with you. Uh-huh. And I know you are busy and I'm busy. Right. And I think that my schedule is quite flexible. So I think I can accommodate with that. Thanks, babe. Yeah. So uh, and like our um, decision to move back to Allah Star yeah. to start this ministry. Yeah. And this is uh, initially was only a dream mm-hmm. until you share it to me. Yeah. And I, I and I don't even know where Allah Star is oh, in the I, past. I kind of see where this is going. All I don't right. know. <laughs> I don't know where it is. You know, uh-huh. like we moved here. I mean, uh, came here a few times to visit your parents. Allah Star is a beautiful married, place. To be married, right? Well, so um, it's yeah, it's beautiful place, but it's completely different with my lifestyle back in Jakarta and also back in KL. Mm-hmm. So when at the first at the beginning part of uh, our move here. It, it was tough for me to get used to it. Right. You know? But this one is a context of marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it was tough for me. But then again, it's not because I'm being nice. For that, it's for another reason. Right. It's because it's a calling. Because right. it's a calling that yes. you really felt uh, in your heart. Mm-hmm. A love that you have for the city. Mm-hmm. And because that is what is important to you, I learned to make it important to me. Yes. And I can be honestly tell you right now, I've, I, 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 I feel that Alostar is actually a really beautiful place and I learned to fall in oh. love with the city. And oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'm not saying that I'm like that because I'm nice and I don't have standing. No, I still have the things that I like to do. Yes. You know, I still get to do my makeup. Mm-hmm. I like to, I still go to gym. You know, I still do the yeah. things that I like to do. It's not that I completely give away myself for it. I think hearing you talk about this, I think in its essence is that you recognize what you are doing. Mm -hmm. I mean, boy, oh boy, if you come to Alostar to please me, I don't think we'll be in Alostar anymore. Yeah. You know, it's not an easy move um, because let's be honest, it was hard at first. You know, and, and... Sometimes people don't understand what we went through, the, the, the anxieties of moving back, you know. Little things like, I mean, we were in Kiel for like almost 
more than 10 years, you know, you were accustomed to, to how the, the, the life, the pace is. And here we are right now in a slower paced city. It took us a while to mm-hmm. cope, you know, and to understand, you know, how the city is, the culture is. You know, I mean, I guess calling one, you know, passion is another one. But thanks, babe. I really appreciate that you didn't move back with me um, because you wanted to please your husband. Because honestly, think about the four years we've been through. If you were here to please me, <laughs> I already packed my bag yeah. back to Jakarta. <laughs> yeah. So is nice girl uh, equals a doormat? I think not necessarily. No, necessarily. I think you still can draw boundaries and still be nice at the same yes, time. Yes. It's just really how and mm-hmm. how aware are you of why are you doing the things that you do for your partner? Mm-mm. I think we should really, you know redefine what it is to be a nice girl. Yeah. You I mean, know, you or a nice guy. Because because um some some like school of thought they think that for you to be successful in a relationship you have to be someone who is dominant. Yeah. Or someone who is a strong, mm-hmm. someone who in the book is like someone who is uh, a bee. Yeah. But no, you don't have to be a bee <laughs> to, you know, have Dude. a successful relationship. Yeah. I still feel that I'm nice. Am I not nice, babe? Babe, Am I you nice? are nice. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, of course, we, we will have our struggles. But don't you think I learned to uh, draw boundaries to you yeah. now? Yeah. Right? To, to, to stand up, to stand up for, for we are for also, myself. We are also healthy because of the people yeah. in our lives. You know, I mean, um, Shout out to our mentor Keith. Yeah, you know who who would ask us questions. How's how's your marriage? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think these these are important. You know, so even if you're not married, have someone ask you how's your relationship going. Mm-hmm. You know, where is this relationship going? How are you dating this guy? You know, and and really check your, the health status of this because at the end of the day, you know, you you don't want to be grumpy and sulking and whiny. And then, but this is all happening on the inside. Outside, you're trying to please this person and everything. And then, yeah, the relationship ends badly. So thanks again, babe, for bringing this up. I think, um, yeah, if you are struggling, I don't use the word struggling, but if you are, you know, thinking maybe you are in this cycle, why not just drop us a DM or email us and uh, info at soul.org.my and we would love to connect with you. You know, and Caroline has connected with many girls and ladies as well. Um, so yeah, don't worry. Everything is confidential. At the end of the day, we believe in healthy relationships. Anything you want to add on, babe? No. Right. So if if that is it, then well, this is the end of this episode. Um, if you've got any questions, if you've got any inquiries, feel free to yeah, just drop us a message. Take care. We'll see you in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Soul Food is part of a community and we believe that connections matter. Follow us on our Instagram at Soul Malaysia or mine at Daniel Quillen. And we would love to connect with you. Send us a DM if you've got any questions. Thank you for listening and do share this podcast with your friends.